Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Andrew Hubbleson, who runs a top executive skills and life coaching company and also a non-profit arm. And they help teens and young adults to build the skills and the character to achieve their goals in life by matching the right teens with the right highly skilled coaches. And they help them to make habit-based behavioral changes and soar to new levels from kids from you know, overcoming anxiety and depression to future Olympians and all in between. That's beautiful. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. This is awesome. What a great way wow. to spend a spend a couple hours. Right. This is this is perfect. I, I love this. So can you expand a bit more on, you know, where you are with your business and who it is that you love to work with? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I train and recruit uh, with a, a business partner, a team of about 10 coaches. Uh, all our coaches are in America right now, but we have coached over 300 kids in nine different countries over the past three uh, three years. Yeah. So it's been nice. incredibly awesome. Um, our favorite clients, uh, it's going to sound real simple, but are coachable, uh, committed to our system and have a little bit of desire to change. And that doesn't, mm. uh, and they can be a 10 year old who just wants to learn self-talk and they can be um, the the best uh, karate uh, art, the, the artist, the, the best karate athlete in Finland who we just started working with. Right. Um, and so those are really, really uh, who we love to work with. Most of the people that we do work with are kids of, parents who understand coaching and have used coaching in their life, in their business, Mm. in their marriage. And that way we don't have to educate them how awesome coaching can be. They just understand it and they think, wow, I never thought you could do this for kids. Yeah. Now that's kind of beautiful because there's, I mean, we all see it time to kind of as as coaches, those people who are not quite ready and those people who are all in. And there is an education process that goes with this. The time has to be right but also the the fears, the doubts, the overwhelms that we all carry around are the things that are that, that first hurdle, the thing, the thing you need to overcome. So with with your, do we talk about the actual clients or the parents of the clients? Because what is it with the, the kids that come on? What makes them ready for this? What makes them open and accepting to this kind of level of coaching that, traditionally is <laughs> we have kids they listen to a goddamn word you say they want to find their own path <laughs> make their own mistakes it's kind of sure. beautiful it can also be frustrating so yep. what's the special ingredient that 
that you find, or maybe you have to evolve and bring out to allow them to be open and then soar with, with your coaching? Yeah. So, so number one is that it's a courageous act for those kids to just hop on a video call with me and talk about their goals. Right. And that's our first intake with the kids is to talk about their goals. Maybe they don't have any goals. Right. And then we talk about their obstacles. And most of the time, the kids that we choose to engage with and who choose to engage with us understand some of the things that stand in their own way. Mm. So they'll say, I procrastinate a lot. They'll say, you know, my self-talk is just really terrible. They'll say, I am incredibly overwhelmed. Now, I, I vomit before every swimming meet. And I usually win the swimming meet, but it sure would be nice to enjoy the process of the pursuit of progress and perfection. Mm. And when they can, when they can voice uh, where they get in their own way, uh, right there, that that means they're most likely going to be a bit coachable because they've shared on you know in fifteen minutes of knowing them something that they don't like about themselves. Or that they wish that they could improve. Yeah. So is this kind of beautiful for you to work uh, with people at that age who um, we know from all the literature, the patterns, sure. the beliefs, everything's been already reprogrammed. Everything's in there. Mm-hmm. It's a case of even at that place, it's still, it's the unlearning process. It's the unforgetting those things that you, that control us. Mm-hmm. So with that, how do you see this, the direct and also the indirect impact of setting these seats, having this open conversation and watching the sort of light bulb moments happen and these these principles tie in together and seeing these links? What's that sure. like? So we have a we have one of our coaches who explained this better than I ever could. She has three kids. I have three kids as well. She's homeschooled um, for a, a majority of her life for kids and she also coaches with us so she coaches some of our clients Mm. and i asked her i I said you know why did you come on and want to be one of our coaches and it blew my mind what she said she said well when our kids were growing up and they were learning to potty train i never thought like the first time we tried to potty train they would get it right away And I never thought when our kids were maybe fighting when they were younger or having arguments with other people or not sharing their toys, when I taught them about sharing, I really didn't think that the next hour and the next day they would be masters of sharing or masters of potty training. But I did know that we were planting the seeds. And now her kids are 12, 13, 14. And she says, I'm really happy that we planted the seeds and what's come to fruition are these beautiful human beings. And so coaching, but like what we do in coaching, mindset, skill set, ability, habit-based coaching for teens and young adults, she says, it's the same thing. We're just planting the seeds. You know, it's the teenage version of, of, of potty training you know, for their mind. 
And when they're 21, 22, 23, 30, they're going to remember this, that, that they planted the seeds before their prefrontal cortex is formed, that they have this input of information that matters, that they can mm -hmm. use anywhere. It doesn't matter if they're a D1 athlete. It doesn't matter if they run an insurance company. It doesn't matter if they're an actor, an artist, a teacher, a plumber. Um, imagine at 12, understanding how to put your confidence in things you can control and not your A's and B's or what your friend likes or doesn't like about your hair or your wardrobe. Now, one thing you just said there, I'm, I'm going to either challenge it or expand on it. I'm not quite sure how it's going to land because I don't think it's it's important that they remember these seeds been planted. Mm -hmm. I think it's more important that it's it's kind of replaced. So I want them to... I see them not remembering it just being so in tune with their autopilot and their subconscious. This is just the way that they act. They know when these situations happen. They know how to use themselves, their body, how to change their perception, their mind. It yeah. becomes so much more automatic. So rather than having to remember, and I know why you said that, and I, I completely agree with it, but yeah. the most powerful thing is resetting this autopilot. It's, oh it's my re gosh. It's reprogramming your mind. Yeah, right? and it doesn't matter what what faith, what religion, what race, what creed, what color. It is possible, right? And I've gone through a journey, a personal journey, on this. And you, you know, you know my wife well, April, who runs Aha Moment Fitness. Um, she's always positive. She's just fantastic about it. And I have this deep Norwegian blood that is just trying to protect our family. And part of the protection of the family is looking at the downside. Right. So I have to look at the downside in order to make sure that that we've mitigated all risk. Now, mm. part of that is really healthy. Part of that is 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 how we've survived in New York City. Part of that is is uh, why we have really sharp kids who all have their own challenges. And, you know, part of that is how we've kept a relationship together for 17 years and a marriage together for 12. Um, well, but I've had to really work on this over the last three years is is to plant the seeds so really confident positive thinking i don't have to think about anymore mm. it's just part of who what's in my body it's part of what's in my mind right it's part of what's in our daily practice it's a part of what comes out when i try to talk to my kids in April and I'll be the first they no, I, I will say they will be the first to admit that I'm not perfect at this um, but I'm a far better listener because before I had all the answers and I realized that I was planting a lot of seeds uh, personally and I wasn't allowing seeds to be planted into me mm. because I wasn't listening to other people's experience and well, I'm one far thing better at that oh, go ahead yeah one aspect you said there about the maybe it's the problem solving or seeing the threats and it's mm -hmm. it's how you survived sure. now there's some conditioning now you've just justified and glorified this aspect not saying it's good or bad just information now i talk about this a, a lot about being um <laughs> wielding my my 10 foot 
sword of problem solving you know what when because so we have similar sort of traits i know that yeah i look for problems i'm a natural born problem solver here are the solutions it works so well in some circumstances at the dinner table with the kids wielding this is clumsy as fuck it is not the right place all the time for it so it's how we utilize the strengths that we have where it's best suited where it where it actually slows us down Mm -hmm. so with with your situation knowing all these principles guiding your clients and 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 their families sort of through this and then still being able to apply it for yourself ah aren't those just two different things right yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's near impossible right it's near impossible and one thing that i have been trying to work on uh is extending the time horizon on how to win the game. Right? Mm. So the game of life, the, the beauty the beauty of a basketball game, of a football game, of a soccer match, is you know at the end of the game, you know, God willing, everyone's still alive, and you know who won the game, and you know who lost the game. And you can look at the game and look at those points where somebody could have made a different decision, and maybe the outcome of the game would have changed. But in the game of life, nobody knows who wins or loses, right? Until we're no longer here. And when we're no longer here, the the whether we won the game of life or not is completely subjective to the people that are left behind. And so if we extend the time horizon of this game that we're playing personally, right? It's mm. very easy to teach, not easy, but but if if your mat your purpose and your mission is to teach young people how to quote unquote win the game of life. That's one thing. But to teach yourself, you have to recognize that you'll never know if you won the game. And so by extending the time horizon, the only way to win the game is to enjoy the pursuit until the end, right? And part of enjoying the pursuit is growing and learning in ways uh, that you might not possess right now. And I realized eh, everybody has a COVID story. But I realized through a number of things in my life that I wanted to become a different version of myself. And that, mm. that, that while, you know, Tony Robbins says, hey, it can happen overnight, and it certainly can, for my own personal um, self, which is really good at trying to solve the algorithm of life, I had to extend the time horizon on which the algorithm could be solved, which is forever. Mm. Right? I want to live to be 120. I've got 80 years left of trying to figure this out. And it took a long time for that to become exciting rather than overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot in that. And we spoke before we jumped online about, about the, the pressure, the pressure yeah. that we we all feel. And every business owner puts on a different level of pressure and things that become weighty that hold on. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Um, this, this game of life, we can... We all live by like false belief, limiting beliefs and these stories. We, it's so much more beneficial to live by those that, that actually serve us. So when you find this concept that it fuels you, that it, it helps you drive, it's fantastic. Sounds like you got to a place where it's like, hold on. Now this very principle that got me to this level mm-hmm. is actually slowing me down. Now Absolutely. that is a hard thing to be able to understand, be able to maybe even see maybe Christ, we don't we don't want to see it we want to avoid that put that aside i can't see this it mm-hmm. again back to the your new york story you know fi- finding the challenges looking out for threats has kept you guys 
going in all these different scenarios and glorified. So to release that is like, but that kept me alive. Brain chemistry 101. So in from your perspective, let's, mm-hmm. let's flip this around. Mm-hmm. You help your clients. What are, what are your goals? And what are the obstacles standing in your way? That sounds like that's very fundamental to your process. So I'm going to ask you the same question from you as the business owner, as you got to this phase in your career. Yep. Ah, what, what is the goal for you right now? And what do you know are the obstacles standing in your way? Yeah, it's a really good question. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. My wife thinks I'm crazy as well. And, and I'm, uh, that makes me very happy that people think I'm a little crazy is that in eight years, I want to retire. And I don't mean go play golf every day. Mm. Um, not eight years. Well, how, how old? Are, yeah, eight years. So in eight years, I want to retire, and that means um, that means really having a work optional lifestyle. And we hear this a lot in the online space. And what does that mean? Yeah, work optional. You know, I'm a real estate trillionaire. I've run eleven billion different businesses. You know, I'm a mm. digital nomad. Um, for me, what it really means is I've gone after the the pursuit of of perfection and building something, and I get to start the next phase in my life. Now, the reality is, is that I'm not there yet. And we're going to have to scale things much quicker, right? Because every year that that gets closer to that eight years, you've got to almost like compounding interest, figure out how to grow that, grow that more quickly. And so the challenge for me is that's the, that's the solution I'm solving for. I'm not solving for the next 30 years of my life. Um, to, to build something uh, that that helps me when I'm 65. I'm building mm-hmm. something that helps me uh, to have an exit velocity. And that doesn't mean selling, just have an exit velocity when I'm 47, to not mm-hmm. have to, to, to be able to, to create a new math problem uh, for the second third of my life. Uh, let's just, I wanna just expand on that one point. You want to create a brand new problem. Well, mm-hmm. fuck yes, business owner. This is what we do all yeah. the time. We just solve problems. And then at that next level, ah, oh, damn it, a new problem comes into play. And sure. it's challenges and problems that we, at the time, we may not enjoy or like, mm-hmm. but it's problems that oh, we, we would kill for these problems years ago. These yes. are the ones that come alongside the yes. gift, the blessing, the next level. Mm-hmm. Um Back to one point you said, sir, as we were chatting away earlier, it's the um, you know, trusting what is the next level. What you did to get you to your way you currently are is not going to be the thing that catapults you to that next level and beyond. No. You've got this point a number of times already. So who, not the how, there's the next level problem. Traditionally, we see time and time again, business owners, empires get into this place through the tactics, the principles, the platforms, the strategies, which can change and evolve over time. That's set in stone. But the catalyst is you. The catalyst is the identity that you're coming into. I truly believe we're all in transition. We're all in between identities. Mm-hmm. So do you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't, do you know the next level, Andrew, that you need to become, there's going to be the catalyst to push you through this. What do you need to get there? It's a good, it's a good question. Um, I think in any business, you you need to be an incredible attractor of talent. Um, and I, 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 not probably, I could 
definitely be better at that, right? When I'm in the business, uh, I'm, I'm, we talked about this, I'm great at rising and grinding, right? I'm great at taking people in the business and say, hey, come along with me. Like, do you want to follow me for a day? You'll learn things that, that you never learned. And most of this stuff isn't that hard for me to work long hours, uh, to do things that I don't particularly want to do, to stay extremely organized, uh, which is mm. very hard for business owners. And so my offer is not a selfish one to, to the coaches that we, we have on our team. It is, hey, come and watch me uh, or I'll work with you um, because you can just learn through osmosis what I do, right? Now, the challenge with that is that why would I want a bunch of people that do what I do? I want a bunch of people that do things better than I do, right? And I need... I need to become a better attractor of talent, right? Of people that see, oh, wow, Andrew's got something that can change the, the financial course of my family. Uh, Andrew's got something that uh, I want for my kids, right? Andrew's got a, a movement that I want to get behind. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to, I, I don't care what he's doing. I just want to hang out with him every day. And that's probably the next level. If that if that answers your question, yeah, that's that's, that's a beautiful. I'm, I'm I'm just sitting back thinking, okay, where do I take this? Because there's like a crossroads. There's a couple of different questions that I want to ask. Where do we pick up on? Because that you want to be a better attractor of talents. Mm -hmm. You're only bringing people in. Yeah, you don't just want people like you. you. Want people better than you. Absolutely. So as as this leader that you're going to be. Sure. What's yeah what. What is it that's stopping you from just shining this vision? What is it that's stopping you personally from maybe opening fully to this next level of being seen, next wave of how you show up, next wave of people just are so magnetically brought to you because you're able to step into your 100% authenticity? Yeah. It's a really good question. I mean, there's a million different factors in that, that, you know, we all, including myself, pay a bunch of money to have our own personal business and life coaches um, uncover and, and work through. I think one of the big things is that my, my business and financial goals for our family are tied to a lifestyle um, and I'm not talking buying Lamborghinis. I don't want that. But it is a it's a lifestyle and a rhythm and a joy uh, that that I really desire that I've had in my mind for a long time. And so what's stopping me is while April and I are at a version of that right now, we're not where I would want to be. And so what's mm -hmm. stopping me is I feel like I have to get to where I want to be first and then I can attract everyone and say, hey, look, uh, look at look at what we've accomplished. All you have to do is come and plug into the system and you can accomplish it as well. Mm -hmm. We're in a unique phase in our company where probably where I get to those results are just telling people, and I we, we tell them now in our recruiting process, but we're not there yet. But I can tell you where I want to get to and where I want to get to is going to need people with certain skill sets that I don't have. Mm. I think that I don't, 
I hope that's not talking too much around the question. Um, yes and no. I think you, you kind of answered it and also avoided the hell out of it, which is kind of okay. beautiful. It's, it's lovely. The rhythm and joy that you, that you, yeah. that you want, that you're yeah. longing for, that you kind of already have. Yep. And the concept, the belief that this equals that. Once I get this, then that. I mean, this is not a, a, a hard principle. We all know this. Sure. You probably coach this. This is fundamental within sure. the belief system. Yeah. Once I get this, then I'll be able to. Where all these, once we get a flavor of that, it's like pause, reverse engineer. Sure. It's all the wrong way around. It always has been. Everything we've done as human beings is the wrong way around. We build the systems, the platform, the business, and then we work on ourselves. Yep. Whereas coming from the most authentic aligned place, it may be no, I know we spoke to April about this. I know it's a different kind of business, but April is very much like, I need to be able to show up as myself authentically. And it's magical when you're tripping over the kids, things happen in the background. You are your, your own self. Yep. And this is where April and I, we, we don't, just, right? yeah. We don't, we don't disagree on this, but we have a fundamental different way of going about things is that I'm like, yeah, show up, show up as your, as yourself is BS. You need, you need to get results for your people and you need to get results for your clients. It doesn't matter how you show up. It's, it's about them. And April, uh, for those of you that don't know, she runs aha moment fitness, uh, and on Instagram is where she hangs out. Um, but if I, there's always a fear if I show up as myself, right? Can I attract the people that are necessary in order to uh, excel in the systems that we've created? Right? Okay. You know, and and if you if you as you as we go if we go back to what came first, the chicken or the egg? I always think about this, Michael J. Fox, right? Just really in in late stages of Parkinson's. And in his last documentary, he, he, one of the interviews, he said, you know, I know that with gratitude, optimism is sustainable, right? It's the if then thing I will be happy or I will, I will be grateful once I'm happy. Mm -hmm. right? And this is, this is coaching one-on-one for the last hundred years. You have to be grateful first. And that's been a big part of my journey is to just have a gratitude practice and and trust that that will help with the optimism. That is fundamentally true. Sure. There's also the caveat of gratitude without full emotional belief. Mm -hmm. It's kind of flawed. That's what affirmations, like I harp on all the time. They have a place, absolutely. But just to be saying it whilst you're crying and can't see it, but your brain knows that you're lying. There is yes, an element of bringing absolutely. the emotion. So there's, 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 this is why it's not just one line so easy. There's, it's nuanced. You just nailed it. The fear. Here's a, here's a, here's a, uh, here, here's a, a story for you. So in college to pay my way through college as an actor, I sold education materials door to door, right? Sold education materials door to door and they were big into positive affirmations. Would knock on every door and I would, I would say, oh yeah, you know, I love my job. I hated my job. I hated my job. So two summers I was lying to myself, pretending that that was going to, I don't know, change mm. the course of my life. And that's BS. It's almost toxic positivity. 
because you mm -hmm. don't believe that you can get the results that you desire. Right? And you're lying to yourself. You're telling yourself what you're experiencing right now is not real. It's not true. It's not useful. Right. And it sucks. Instead, you should be just incredibly happy. I think it's BS. I think it's incredibly dangerous. There's a science behind writing affirmations and there's a science behind self-talk. There's a, there's science and this will, it will work. Right. But just be happy or just show up as yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I, <clears throat> I think it's dangerous. And I'll, April will listen to this and, and she'll be like, you can't say that. But, but I think it's sometimes. No, we, we, you can say whatever you want because this is, this is your belief. This is what you yeah. brought into this. You literally said the fear of if I show up, what would happen? You sure. said about lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. Every truth is a non-truth. Every belief is a lie. Mm -hmm. There is no truth. There is no reality. Right. So break that all apart. If you truly believe that the fear, if I show up, then, well, shit. Yeah. You're going to make sure that when you show up as yourself, you're going to put these things in the way to show, hey, see, I'm going to prove myself right. All these beautiful things happening. So you, we all get to choose our own adventure with this. Sure. That's good. Which, which way do we go? Which beliefs do we hold on to? Which are holding us back? Can they be challenged? And just having that moment of pause and holding space for, okay, just this one moment, just for this place. Let's challenge that. Let's ask it a few drilled questions and run through it and then see, hey, what comes out? That is where true, our true selves, what's right for us starts to peek out and be like, okay, I can, I can, I can see the light now. I can see this. Is it safe? Okay, it's safe. So look, Andrew, we could talk for hours on this. This has been so, so much fun. Thank you for sharing not only what you do and how you do it. It's amazing, but behind the scenes of, of your business. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, 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 I hope I didn't, uh, you know, talk too much around everything, but it was fun. It was fun. I could do this for hours. Right. And as April says, just land the plane. <laughs> well, look, Andrew, if, if you want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Yep. So on Instagram, you can just find me at Andrew Coaches. Pop into my DMs, um, and and we can start a conversation. And if you're really, if you actually want to learn about how to be a coach, a student team life coach with us, or if you're directly interested in services of team life coaching for someone in your family, um, just go to the intake form at Andrew Hovelson SWC. So andrewhubblesonswc.com and I'll make sure to have myself or one of my team reach right out to you. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone, if you're curious, please go check it out. But Andrew, thanks again. This has been so much fun. Yeah, likewise. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. 
<laughs> See you next time. Bye.